Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. All right, go for it. Good morning, everyone. It's the notorious, glorious V the Gorilla Economist coming to you live with my main man, CJ, a.k.a. El Cuco, a.k.a. the master of the flux capacitor. We give you the news, the views, and all the information important to you. Check us out on roguemoney.net. Follow us on Twitter at the Rogue Money and uh, Rogue Money on DTube, Steam It, uh, every single podcasting app known to humanity, Apple News and iTunes. We're everywhere you want us to be, plus a bag of chips. We don't quit. We're the team that makes it clean. We keep it crispy and oh so lean. We give you the news, the views, and everything that you need. And all the, all the, None of the fluff, all the good fats. You better believe that, Jack. With that being said, a.k.a. El Cuco, what's going on, brother? Hey, I'm doing great, V. Doing great. It was kind of nice. It was weird. Yesterday, we had like three shows scheduled, and every one of them got bounced. So it was kind of, it was one of those <laughs> weird days. It was like, Hmm, I guess I can focus on other things. But yeah, I, I had a great weekend. Awesome. It was nice to have a relaxing Father's Day. I hope you, our listeners, and everyone else had a great weekend as well, V. Oh, yeah, man. Absolutely, man. It was, it was great. It was wonderful. Uh, Tis the time of graduations and uh, commencements and all the other good stuff. Dads and grads all day, every day was all good stuff. Uh, good times this weekend. And see, so, you know what I love? You know what I love? What I love is sometimes uh, during this time of of stress when you got to deal with so many things, it's really good to ch- kick back and drink a delicious cup of CBD infused coffee, man. <laughs> when you are yeah. stressed out, when you got to be just chill and you need to throw, you know, just relax and you don't want to throw down a cold one, maybe you're cutting back on your alcohol consumption. There is nothing better or smoother than a CBD-infused coffee from MyCBDEdibles.com. You know what I also love, Siege? Well, I'm throwing back my CBD-infused coffee with a little bit of light cream, with a little hint of uh, sugar in the raw just in the background to make it interesting, make it smooth, give it that texture that that, that coffee needs, you know, that, that beautiful texture. I like to have my... Almond coconut truffles, bro. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. I love having those. Those are delicious. Talk about, you know, a de- or a granola. That coffee with a granola bar, I sit down, I look out my window on the uh, into the Hudson River, and I say to myself, wow, life is good. Life just slows down, man. And that is because you're able to get this deliciousness over at mycbdedibles.com. Folks, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm not only I'm not only a, a, a proponent of this. I'm also a client of mycbdedibles.com. Check it out. Go there. Whether it's the chocolate, peanut butter, uh, bullseyes, the coconut almond truffles, the CBD coffee, whatever it is that floats and tickles your fantasy, man. If it's the maybe the granola bar, whatever it is, check it out. Mycbdedibles.com. Put an order out today. Have it shipped to your house. 
it is a great way to supplement your diet uh, and you know get your CBDs in while all you know while while at the same time being completely healthy and enjoying the taste of it, man. I love it, Siege. Yeah, absolutely. It. It's scary how well you know the product lineup, V. I think you know it better than I do now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, I, I I love it, dude. I mean, you know, it's it's the it's one of those things, man. It's the products are great. The granola bars, the the up. And after I, uh, you know, drink your coffee, throw back some water. I always like to have water after I drink coffee. Have my CBD mints, man. Those terrapin mints are amazing. Amazing. Yeah, and those. Amazing. Yeah, and we're and we're uh, cleaning this free with every purchase the remainder of this month. So, purchase any item at uh, mycbdoubles.com and get a free uh, bag of the CBD mints just so that uh, people can sample them. So, yeah, appreciate the support. Absolutely. Yep. And also, folks, check out uh, the cryptoschool.io. The cryptoschool.io. We tried to do a, a rogue coin, a rogue crypto broadcast yesterday, and uh, YouTube just completely crapped out, man. It was crazy. Like we're like five minutes in, maybe ten minutes. Oh in, no way! Yeah, it just it just crashed the whole Weird. entire YouTube everywhere, worldwide. It was a YouTube glitch. The whole the, wow. the whole the whole feed went down. It was crazy. It was crazy. But um, yeah, so uh, we'll be back uh, tomorrow with the boys. Uh, to fill in on uh, everything that's going down in the crypto cool. world, there's, there's a lot of things that are happening. And also check out uh, remaincalm.net. Remaincalm.net. Don't freak out. Remain calm. If you got debt collectors, you need help with debt, whatever debt-related issue you got, check them out. Remaincalm.net. And without all out of the way, CJ, where do we begin, brother? Gosh, V, there's so much to talk about right now. I mean, it's just... You miss, you know, we miss one day and it's like everything, the whole world is like goes on fire. There's, you know, and, and we have London Paul, just so our listeners know, we are going to schedule uh, London Paul. He was moved uh, to Thursday. Yep. And then also Charles Hugh Smith uh, typically does a, a third Monday, but he moved to next Monday. So we'll definitely bring that up. But yeah, I think I think we need to talk about right now the over sensationalizing of the the migrant crisis that the MSM has just really gripped the narrative right now across America, sure. you're seeing it on social media, all these, these poor migrant children and they're being separated from their families. And, and uh, this isn't America. And all of a sudden America gains a conscious, all this BS. I mean, America I just, could abort 54 million babies. No issues. No problem. America could uh, convince a whole bunch of knuckleheaded women that it's your body. You can do what you want. Well, I got some news for you, you, you dumb idiots. It ain't your body, and you can't do what you want. If it's your body, it would come out and grow on you, kind of like Total Recall. Remember Total Recall, Siege? I do Quaid, remember, remember Quaid? Yeah. Quaid. Quaid. You know? <laughs> right. You know, right. You know, the, the pregnant woman, she's like pregnant, but the, the freaking belly is like the, the it's, it's like the baby. It's crazy, right? Right. Right, it is. That's what would happen. So America's got no problem slaughtering 54 million plus babies in the womb. No problem. No conscience. No, 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 not a big deal. But oh my God, little Pedro. Pedro from Guatemala. Pedro from Guatemala is in a bus station. He's, he's sitting behind a fence with clean sheets and a pillow. He's traumatized. Oh my God, the condition. That kid was sleeping on a dirt floor. He was sleeping on a dirt floor in his country. Pedro is being fed three times a day. Oh, the horror. And he's giving snacks. Ah! 
Pedro was used to not eating for days on end. Pedro was used, he was used to eating, uh, 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 uh like, you know, platanos or juca. Or he was used to eating dirt from some places. Or he was used to eating nothing. Nothing. But, you know, right now, he's probably eating oro con condules. He's probably eating some oro con pollo. He's probably having some uh, some sopas. He's probably having some pupusas. He he's getting fed. He's has a he has a a a a bed. He has clean sheets. Oh, he's separated from his parents. Well, maybe his parents should think twice before crossing the border. Oh, <gasps> it's an American. Okay, so what? Okay, we separated them. Fine, we'll put them all in one cage. I mean, what's the issue here, Siege? Like, wh- wh- why are they blowing a gas? All of a sudden, all of a sudden, the mainstream media got no problem slaughtering fifty-four million babies in the inside America's border. No problem. But all of a sudden, little Pedro, he crossed the border from Guatemala. He came in from Honduras. And now we have to take care of Pedro because Pedro right now, oh, the horror, he's sleeping on a mattress on the floor. He's been given three three meals a day and snacks. They've given him toys to play with and, and little reading books, and he doesn't want to. They tried to speak to him in, in Spanish, but Pedro is, is a special kind of Pedro because he speak, doesn't speak Spanish. He doesn't speak English. He speaks Gaichi. <laughs> It's a language, it's a strange dialect in Guatemala that the that the native Guatemalans um speak. So hello, let me ask you, brain dead idiots, this. If a little Pedro speaks Gaichi, he no speak a Spanish, and he don't speak a no habla English and no habla espanol. What are the economic chances of little Pedro coming here and making it? What are the chances of his family coming here and making it? What are the chances? What are the odds? What are the odds? What are the odds? You know, I love statistics. Liberals hate statistics. They hate math. They hate raw data. They hate numbers because it's an anathema. It's an anathema to their reality. So statistically speaking, what is the chances of little Pedro's family from uh, the backwoods of Guatemala? Okay. What are the chances of him surviving here in the United States? What are the chances of him, his family being prosperous, productive citizens? Zero. Next to no. Why do we need to take care of these people? Why don't instead instead of the liberal media blowing a gasket over little Pedro and where he sleeps and what he's eating and what he's playing with, why do they blow a gasket about these homeless vets? Why don't they blow a gasket that one in four American kids go to sleep in this country with food insecurity? Mm-hmm. Why don't they blow a gasket that 25% of kids are living damn near the poverty line of this country? Why do they blow a gasket that is their damn liberal policies that have created the impoverished cities in which these children live? Why don't they blow a gasket on that? Oh, no. Oh, no. They can't do that. Then they can't virtue signal. They can't virtue signal. Because at the end of the day, is he who can virtue signal the most. It's about you becoming the virtue signaling peacock. In front of all your liberal peers and your liberal friends. Oh, the end. It's crazy, Siege. What's your take, man? Well, just, you know, a few points, because I think obviously this was just a complete attempt to flip the narrative 
we know that there was that Trump had a lot of success. I think there was a couple of country leaders that actually came out and said, hey, Trump needs to be no, uh, nominated for Nobel Peace Prize, you know, with North Korea. And then, boom, all of a sudden they flip it to this migrant crisis. You know, I come from the perspective that I am a proud son of uh, legal migrants that came into this country that came in legally. And many of the times be that people have to understand that there's there's a huge risk that, you know, not only do the coyotes who smuggle people you know, across the border who are paid significant amount of money to do this, but the amount of risk that we don't know if these, these kids, if, if it's their true parents or not, or they were, they were, they were uh, taken hostage as an attempt to, you know, to cross the border. Cause a lot of the times they specifically know that, Hey, if you come across with kids, they're going to treat you differently right. versus knowing you're coming across just as, you know, two men or whatever, what, what can happen. So, so that's one angle that I see. That, the the whole thing is this: if the migrants were smart, they'd come across as two men. They'll come across as "Hello, I am Pedro, and this is my boyfriend Juanito." <laughs> <laughs> we cannot stay in our country because they call us patos sucios, and they call us bendejos, and they beat us up. So we are coming here to seek political asylum. Boom. They would have the rainbow carpet sprawled out in front of them, and Juanito and Pedro could pretend to be gay. They could hold hands. They could pretend to, you know, uh, kiss each other on, on on live television. Anderson Cooper could be interviewing Juanito and 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 uh, and Pablito together. Okay, uh, you know, and, and they could ride off into the sunset. And then once they're in the border, they can, you know, legally separate or whatever. Right? Yeah, and then and then the last. The last fact that I'll lay out is what do you think happens when a, a parent is administering medical cannabis uh, to illegally to their child and in some situations illegally as well? Uh, do you not understand that the CP, the Child Protective Services Agency basically serves as that type of, of you know, to come in and a lot of the times unlawfully take children from their parents here in the u.s but we don't hear about that v we, we want no. we want to play this out and i and i know it's a, a huge distraction but right now there's just so much energy uh that's coming about and i think that if our listeners don't take a stand if you're sitting there and you're 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 listening to all this and you're not pointing out the facts so that these people don't understand i mean my gosh we had laura bush come out of the, the woodwork to say yeah, this isn't American, everything. But but if we can excuse the eight years that her husband uh, murdered innocent kids in Iraq and yeah. in Afghanistan. That's okay to murder murder innocent kids and, and families, but it's wrong to separate kids from their, their parents. But, you know, excuse me, Laura Bush, I think that you need to look at your husband oh. for the criminal that he is versus right. the current administration because you don't align with him politically. And that it's just 100% politically motivated. That's it, V. One thousand percent, man. I mean, what was the outrage when when uh, uh, CJ? The question is, uh, as I'm a uh, uh, George W. Bush, the common W, you know, and uh, you know, uh, people say that uh, 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 Al Gore invented the internet, uh, but it was me. I invented the internet because uh, the internet, CJ, starts with what W, and not just one W, CJ. It's W, W. W. It's three W's, CJ. It's three W's. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I told Laura, I said, I need an advisor. Uh, uh, when I went, when I went to Iraq 
and I saw Saddam Hussein, I I I, I knew I had to kill five hundred thousand Iraqi babies. I killed five hundred thousand Iraqi babies, CJ, with depleted uranium. And you know what, CJ? You know what? The 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 Geneva the, the UN looked the other way. Yes, right. That's right. Because folks around here coming W. <laughs> How many how many hundreds of thousands of Iraqi kids died because of depleted uranium? How many hundreds of thousands of Iraqi families were separated because they had white phosphorus drop on their house and daddy was burned to bits and mommy is dead and your brothers and sisters were dismembered and now you are by yourself. You're a young boy and you said, uh, you know, you he, he, you're a young boy. You're growing up in war-torn Iraq and now you're just taking the vitamin effort pill. The vitamin F pill that doesn't make you give an F about anything else, and you decided to go ahead and strap on bombs to yourself and go run at an American convoy and blow them to bits. Nobody wants to talk about that. You see, this whole virtue signaling, liberals, we see right through you. We see right through you, you political hacks, you political establishment. We we see right through you. You slaughter tens of millions of babies in the womb. You go to third world countries, you rob, rape, and pillage them of their resources. You, like Madeleine Albright, was asked the question, was it, was it justified that 500,000 Iraqi children were killed for this war? Was it justified? And that bimbo-headed moron who sold nuclear secrets to Kim Jong-un, the bimbo-headed idiot Madeleine Halfbright, not Albright, but Madeleine Halfbright said yes. <laughs> But now, all of a sudden, we got to forget all that, folks. Why? Because little Pablito. Pablito's here. He doesn't speak Japanese. He doesn't know how to English. He sits on the floor. He speaks Gaichi, whatever the hell that language is. Hey, B, I, I think it's definitely a great uh, lead way into the, the, the uh, atrocities that are happening right now in Yemen as well that are completely oh! being overlooked Boom, see, right you, now. You, you right? just I kicked mean... it in the nuts, bro. You just kicked the entire mainstream uh, media and the entire establishment narrative, you kicked their nuts right to the throat. You're absolutely right, dude. Yeah, I mean, go ahead, brother. Yeah, I mean, we, we know for the last few years that an illegal war has been waged in Yemen. We've talked about the cholera that has purposely, they say, oh, yeah, they just have poor water supply when we know, in fact, that potentially that their entire water system was contaminated. And now we're learning that the Saudi and UAE alliance has been, you know, wreaking havoc, possibly trying to take over the largest port that controls over 80 to 90 percent of the entire food supply uh, in Yemen. V. So yeah. we, we know that recently that the Houthis are claiming that they captured French special forces also involved in that. <laughs> I, I believe that. Yeah. But nobody wants to talk about that. No one wants to talk about that crisis because it doesn't fit their narrative. V. But right. the Saudi and, the, and this alliance and I so wish the U.S. would just break away from this entirely. I'm glad the French Special Forces were captured because maybe that means that U.S. Special Forces aren't in there and, and participating in what, put, you know, it's probably the, one of the largest humanitarian crises right now that's occurring. Yep. Zut, the French Special Forces are like, Zut alors! We have been captured! What do we do? We don't know. But we have to do the same thing we did in World War One, and the same thing we did in World War Two, and the same thing we do every time. We must surrender, Pierre. We must give up. Zut Oh, my God. The French. But of course they were. I mean, I, <laughs> someone must rescue us. What do we do? 
Quick, call the Americans. Maybe they can come and get us. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Maybe Donald Trump could negotiate our release. <laughs> because uh, our president, Maricon Macron, cannot do it. <laughs> I'm on a roll today, bro. It's Tuesday. <laughs> Started up early this week, me. <laughs> yeah, I did, man. I, you know, it, it is. Which which is great because it sends us to the next thing that's gonna make our the liberals' heads explode. Uh oh, go for it, V. The Trump Putin summit, baby. It's coming. It's coming. The signs are clear. Trump Putin summit being prepared, possibly second week of July. And I must tell you, even through my feelers in the back end, I would say that uh, you know, I would say that uh, yeah, uh, this is happening. This is happening. The rethink the headline is a reversal. Uh, not of the two presidents named as recently a week ago. Um, here it is. Okay, now the die is cast. The task of people of goodwill is to attempt to understand what is driving this process forward and to help make the most of the opportunities presented to help prevent the chances of a shipwreck, which are real. You know, you, you, look, this is happening. I'm not going to even bother break down this this uh, this article, but I'm going to tell you this. Folks, the meeting with Kim Jong-un, the Instagram king of North Korea, okay, Kim Jong-un, the Instagram king of North Korea. He's the man who poses on Instagram, and you know his old country doesn't have internet, but Kim Jong-un has the sickest Instagram profile out there. Uh, limousines, palaces, you name it. He is uh, the absolute boss, holding his, uh, you know, sitting in his uh, Mao Zedong suit with his Mao Zedong hairstyle, smoking a Salvatore Ferragamo cigarette. I mean, this is the guy. So the meeting with Kim Jong meant uh, Kim Jong Un was really a segue. It was a segue to the bigger thing. See, when the when the idiots in the world have it already pre-conditioned uh, in their mind that hey, you know what? Trump met with a tyrant. Trump met with a tyrant, and we liked it. Trump negotiated a deal with a tyrant, and it was cool. Wow, we could actually sit down and have diplomacy. And dialogue rather than having bombs drop on somebody. Imagine that. Imagine that. We could actually bring a country in the A, though we might not agree with the fact that they're not a democracy and they don't have a constitutional form of government. Hey, but that's okay. Because we're not here to proselytize the entire world on this experiment that we're doing over here in this country called a, a, called a constitutional republic. We're not trying to ram that down anybody's throat. Our founding fathers didn't want us to ram it down anybody's throat. Our founding fathers said, hey, you know what? Have a very, very pragmatic clinical approach when it comes to diplomacy. Is F it, man. We don't need to like how you run your country. But, hey, if you got some things to trade, we're willing to trade with you. We're willing to make money. This whole virtue signaling, morally upright BS marketing garbage that was used to hide a military strategic objective, yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Empire building is an expensive thing and has robbed, raped, and destroyed every single empire that came before us. What a novel idea, speaking with a tyrant like Kim Jong-un. So when Trump meets Putin, it's going to be even more palatable. That's major brownie points. Folks, it's a perfect stepping stone. You meet with Kim, and then you meet with Putin. You meet with Kim, then you meet with Vlad. That's just the way it goes. It's a perfect stepping stone, which will also eventually lead to a meeting with the Iranians. This is how, this is a complete 360. 
Okay, this is a complete 360. And here's the deal, folks. Here's the deal. We do this. We get the the deep state curmudgeons out of power, and we can actually not only make deals but stand by deals. What a novel idea! What a novel idea! Because the time's coming, folks. We're not the only power in the world anymore. We're not the only ones that can call the shots anymore. There, we've been checkmated on so many levels in so many different ways that way we have to win forward. The way forward is through economics. The way forward is for us to be successful in business. It's just that simple, brother. It's just that simple. Yeah, absolutely. Well said. Especially in part the fact that uh, Russia uh, dropped half of its U.S. treasuries here recently as well as far as the bonds uh, V, and, and that's a clear sign uh, that they've kind of had it enough of uh, the the threats, the uh, amount of political, uh, you know, misdirected events that have happened here in the United States at them. So it's a perfect time uh, for Trump. I mean, think of how ridiculous that is. How ridiculous is it that we have a, a media, that we have a controlled narrative in the U.S. that says that a president shouldn't be sitting down and having a conversation with another world leader? I mean, what, what level of stupidity is that? I, I just don't get it, V. Man, it's the type of stupidity that would ruin a country. It's the type of stupidity that leads to economic collapses. It's the type of stupidity that leads to wars. And we don't need that. We need to have dialogue with everybody. I don't care if you like them. No one's telling you to get in bed with these people. right? No one's telling you to, to marry these people. This is just trade. This is business. See, don't we do business with people we don't like? Of course. Well, we, we, yeah, I mean, you don't, yeah, you don't have to like them. You, you can find that middle ground that serves, you know, both purposes. It doesn't mean that you have to necessarily, you know, have their children, have your children marry or anything like that. Right, exactly. or any type of other bond. Uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's like one of those, those uh, things that happens with a word called diplomacy. I mean, I, for, heaven forbid that two people come together and have conversations, even though they don't like each other. <laughs> Right, exactly. Exactly right, man. You don't have to like somebody. You know, you don't have to like somebody. Crazy, man. With that being said, brother, uh, serving the underbanked, man. This is a, this is a huge thing. This is a big thing, and I think there's some potential here. This is one of the problems that are near and dear to the gorilla man himself, and on you know working on something to fix the issues here. Fix the issues. Yes, that's what yeah. we're doing. We're trying to fix the issues. Uh, folks, check out liquidbase.io. Liquidbase.io is one of the ways we fix the issues. You have cryptos. You want to cash out. You want to get into fiat without all this reporting and BS. Go to liquidbase.io. Minimum is uh, 5K, 5,000 in cryptos. Most people have that. Uh, and there's no limits. I don't care if you got 5K or you got 5 billion. It don't matter. We will treat you the same. And uh, we will get you the best rates in order to liquidate out and get into a cash position and uh, with total privacy. That's what the whole thing is about, total privacy and total security. Anyway, banking as we know it soon may be dead. Long live super banking. Banking has a disease. It's stuck in a time warp. It inspires little trust or customer confidence, but that was yesterday. Today, the genius technology surrounding the space in the future may already be here. Banks are scared, and they should be. They've forgotten that the customer's king, that this is the digital era where innovative new fintech companies have them surrounded. 
Digital mobile payment platforms are replacing traditional banks and credit card systems. Now, see, have you used Venmo? No, I have not. No. Uh-uh. Pretty awesome, dude. Venmo is a great app, and I'm not getting paid a penny to pitch Venmo. Okay? Venmo is a pretty pretty cool app because in the sense that if I wanted to send money to you, I have Venmo app, you have Venmo app, I can just not only communicate with you like a, like a, like a Facebook-type messenger thing. I can just send you cash right there. Boom. Awesome. And just deposit it into your bank account the next day. You'll be like, yo, V, I need 1500 bucks. No problem. Bloop. There you go. 1500 bucks. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And this is something that typical banks don't have because they're just like, you know, they're just behind the times. I mean, look, look folks, I've said this a billion, billion and one times. In 150 years of banking, what the hell has the banks given you? They've given you an ATM card and, 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 and they're giving you a debit card and an ATM machine. In 150 years of banking, all they have done for you, Mr. and Mrs. Consumer, Mr. and Mrs. Joe Sixpack, Joe Public, Joe Q Public, Joe whatever have you, okay, is they've given you a debit card and an ATM machine and say, hey, don't let the door hit you on the way out. <laughs> but in that 150 years, how many creative, constructive, innovative, wonderful ways have they designed, created, and made to rip you off? Oh, Absolutely. yeah. How many ways, six ways from Sunday, have they figured out that, hey, you know what? Let's go ahead and change the regulatory law so that when you deposit money into what is supposed to be your checking account, that it's no longer your money. That when you deposit money into your checking account, you become an unsecured lender to the bank. That that when the bank goes belly up, and what what a crazy concept, banks going bankrupt. When that happens, <clears throat> you being the unsecured lender will be the last man getting paid. Why do they do that? Well, they made sure that the banks were so damn insolvent that the FDIC could not cover any of the losses. So how do you how do you how do you know when, when the FDIC doesn't even have at one point they were negative two billion in the hole? So you know the FDIC is not going to save your ass. So if you're being a bank, how, how do you cover your customers? Hey, that's right. We'll just change the regulatory laws and say that they are an unsecured lender to the bank. So when you try to get, hey, uh, hey, Mr. Banker, sir, I'd like to take out the, the, the $5,000 I have on deposit. I'd like to take out $3,000. Well, why do you need that for? Why do you need $3,000? Can you explain to me why? Oh, okay, fill this out. I also need to make you fill out a suspicious transactions report. But it's my money. But we don't care. It's not your money. It's our money. Do you see what I'm saying? This is the type of shenanigans. You want to treat the public like they're a bunch of third-rate criminals? Well, we got something for you. Because the greatest criminals in the world are the banksters. And because of innovative fintech companies, because of cryptocurrencies, because of precious metals, there are right now systems in place because of innovative technology that is making these idiots obsolete. They are terrified terrified okay that they're about to be snubbed out they are the they, you know what the banking industry is the banking industry is the typewriting industry okay it is a typewriting industry from like 40 years ago we are typewriters we make the greatest you know 50 years ago we make the greatest typewriters in the world and we don't see a world that is without typewriters and meanwhile the personal desktop computer has been launched and these guys are still talking about, look at our typewriter, the type of font that is able to 
type on a paper, and the type of ink ribbons that is used is quite innovative, if we do say so ourselves. We have an option of of uh, of changing the QWERTY keyboard into a Damasco keyboard into whatever keyboard you want. Meanwhile, there's a thing called Microsoft Word. So that's what the banks are. The banks are literally bragging that they make the greatest typewriters in the world. Innovative fintech companies are running circles around these idiots. And how do you like it, CJ, that now that I'm seeing commercials on Wells Frodo? Wells Frodo put out a commercial. You know, we, you know, uh, we, we knew that customers came first, but we lost that trust. Now we're trying to reestablish us. Wells Frodo established 1858, reestablished 2018. Wells Frodo. And notice that nobody in the mainstream media, CJ, nobody in the mainstream media is disgusting, discussing, excuse me, and it is disgusting, what I've pointed out. Why was Wells Frodo creating thousands of dummy fake accounts? Why were they creating millions of fake accounts for their, for their, for their clients and customers? Why were they doing that? Why is it that clients are like, wait a minute, what, what, what do you mean I have 10 accounts with you? But on my online banking, I only see two. Why do you, what, what do you mean I got eight other accounts? What? Because I told you folks, they were popping these accounts open, slapping a hundred bucks into these accounts, and then rehypothecating those accounts on the back end to leverage their back end debt and bets on Wall Street. Financial crime, the greatest ever. Nobody goes to jail. Nobody goes to jail. Nobody goes to jail. Nobody goes to jail. What do they get? They get a severance package, a pat on the culo, and say, hey, don't let the uh, the door hit you on the way out. Oh, thank you, sir. Uh, now that I'm I, I'm severed from Wells Frodo, will I be blackballed from banking? Oh, of course not. Of course not. You will not be blackballed from banking. In fact, once you leave here, you can go work for J.P. Morgan. Oh, that's a cracking good idea, sir. I will go to J.P. Morgan and bring my 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 lascivious actions over there as well. Oh, I'll go to Citibank or. Bank of America. It's a revolving door of criminals. Folks, if you and I were to do anything even remotely similar, similar, we will have silver bracelets placed on our wrists, and we will be taken to a facility with bars. And then we, too, will be like the, the migrant children sleeping on, ma on mattresses and pillows, given three square meals a day. Except without the without the toys and the activity papers and all that other stuff. Yeah, it's it's awesome to see these disruptive uh, banking things coming online to help people because you know that's what the banks are moving to. They they don't want customers inside their branches anymore. I mean that's why they're closing you know half of them up. I I firsthand got to witness these reports and uh, the last couple of years I spent at uh, J P Morgan Chase. They were purposely trying to force the employees to push customers not to come inside the branch basically so like for example if you came inside the branch for a uh, transaction with the teller to make a deposit they would literally like force their bankers to have that that banker walk that customers outside to the atm to make the deposit at an atm and they actually put target targets on the branches of converting so many uh, teller-based transactions uh, to self-service and if they didn't uh, branch was act would actually be financially penalized because of it. I mean, it's that level of stupidity. So so if the banks do not want 
customers coming inside their branches anymore because they want to close them all, then let's help them by participating in these disruptive systems and completely getting out of the banking cartel altogether. Yep. You look at this Mexican bank that's coming here, Opagos. Okay, Opagos. Opagos, uh, I think the stock code is uh, O-P-A-G. Oh, uh, Cupagus. I don't even know how you pronounce this damn freaking thing. Cupagus. Cupagus. Cupagus would be uh, the, is America. Uh, Cupagos, probably. Cupagos. That's it, man. Cupagos. I like that. No, mama swear. Cupagos. See, okay. Cupagos has positioned himself as one of Maximo's. Pr- Maximo. Maximo. What the hell is a country called Maximo? <laughs> I'm losing it, Sage. Mexico's preeminent providers of cutting digital payment services for both customers, consumers, merchants, and service providers. The company's payment ecosystem is huge. It boasts a massive network of self-serving service banking kiosks, point-of-sale terminals, mobile apps that connect merchants and consumers with more than 150 service providers across multiple devices. It's even got a proprietary electronic wallet, Monadero. Uh, which lets users deposit cash for future top-ups or mobile app purchases. It's established in Mexico where it's one of the most preeminent providers of cutting-edge digital payment services, and it's a household name on all fronts, consumers, merchants, service providers. Mexico has been a gold mine with 60% of its population not using banks and 95% of its consumers' per, uh, purchases being made in cash. And to Cupagos, 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 with a digital solution that ma- that met everyone's needs. Mexico was the springboard, and it was a wild success. What has come since then is global, and its payment solutions have already been successfully deployed across continents, including South America, North America, and Europe, and it's all about revenue. In the case, it's about combining massive revenue of banks, online payment processors, and mobile payment solutions. We're talking about multiple revenue streams. Potential market uh, for payment processing, utility payments, overseas remittance services are mouthwatering, and that's just in Mexico. Number two, scaling up. 10,000 new banks coming. Let's break it down because of it's only part of the game. Not only does Capagos earn fees when people upload funds to Monadero. Look, if they come in here in the U.S., please change your freaking names. Monadero, Capados. Come on, stop. When they have to pay bills for hundreds of providers on the platform, it launched with a charm of offensive targeting the lucrative international remittances market. The company has been rolling it out on a huge network of self-service. Well, here's the deal, folks. There's a lot of this coming. This is a great article, by the way. i got to really delve into this. This is a good one. But there's a lot of innovative, technologically focused companies that are coming out that are going to literally kick the nuts of these large established big banks because large established big banks is kind of like uh, they're like Toys R Us, bro. Right? Toys R Us died. Let's have a moment of silence for Toys R Us. Okay, there you go. That was uh, my three <laughs> seconds of silence for Toys Dude, I mean, can you imagine, CJ? We, you and I are living in a world. I mean, we do. We grew up on Toys R Us, right? I mean, dude, I mean, birthdays were coming up. What that was, was part of the fun. I, yes. Oh my God. I don't want to grow up. Shake it around, you know, yeah, mess man. with the button. Yeah, man. Yeah. I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. There's a million toys that Toys R Us that I can play with. From bikes to trains to video games, it's the biggest toy store there is. I don't want to grow up because if I did, 
I want to be a Toys R Us kid. More toys, more toys. Oh, boy. Come on. We all know the jingle. We all know the jingle. Don't hate. You all know the jingle. Because that they, was my thing as a kid. They may have stayed in business, B, if they would have allowed you to be on their advertisement. They may have stayed in business with that. They would have. You got rid of the stupid giraffe, brought in the gorilla, and then, I, and then actually had an online presence. Like They were so late to the online party. It was it was too far gone. It was too far gone. They, they were getting the crap kicked out of them by Jeff Bezos, that scumbag Jeff Bezos, and Amazon. Okay, Amazon and 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 Walmart and all these other, they were kicking the crap out of them. They didn't invent. They didn't say a lot. Same thing that's happening with J.P. Morgan with with Bank of America, Wells Fargo, Wells Fargo, and Citigroup. It's the same situation. They're not innovating. They're not doing anything. They're just sitting around in their keisters, tweeting their thumbs, not realizing that, hey, uh, we are not adapting to this new fast-paced and dynamic world. They're still on the old ways of doing things. See, you send a freaking wire these days, man. It takes forever. It takes forever, bro. Yeah, and then you pay you know, 45 50 bucks on the front end, and then the receiver pays 25 on their end as well. It's disgusting. Absolutely disgusting, you know? So it's into this world that this new banking concept has come and it's changing the world. So that's the thing, folks. It's a, it's a very, very interesting world we're going into. And I think, uh, you know, we're, we're out of time. Anything else you want to cover, Siege? No, you know, just the fact that, you know, we may get some listeners may ask, you know, as far as, you know, all the new recent revelations occurring in D.C. and all that kind of stuff. And oh, I'm, not sure, about, about, I'm not sure about you. Be, well, I'm not sure about you, but I really have just been tuning it out unless it's actual a criminal prosecution. Uh, that's, that's what I'm occurring. saying, I'm, man. I'm tired, of, well, I'm tired of these memos. I'm, I'm tired of them recycling. How many times have we heard about this uh, Hillary email server and now they're releasing new information regarding the investigation of Hillary? I just, I'm just tuning it out. Unless it's a prosecution or it's a video clip of them someone in cuffs and 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 walking them uh perk walking them i'm i'm tuning it out i mean it's 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 it serves more as a distraction to me so i'm i'm just tuning it out at this point we will have a committee about the committee who's investigating another committee about comey <sighs> talk to me when there's actual people in handcuffs man that's that's what i want to see that's what i want to see anyway with that being said, folks, we are over and out. We'll probably have decks on later today at 2 o'clock, so keep posted for that. Keep posted with that. And with that being said, we are over and out. Take it away, CJ.